What's up everyone, you're listening to episode 8 of the Brick Magnet Podcast. I'm your host Mike Morrison, aka the Brick Magnet, and welcome to my little corner of the internet where I get to share my Lego obsession with, um, hopefully, fellow obsessives. And so, we are back on track with our um, Lego set reviews. This week, I'm going to be talking about the Pac-Man Arcade set and i've got to tell you i almost exploded when this was announced when they released the little trailer on their instagram account that was an instant kind of shut up and take my money moment it just looked so damn epic so this set was a day one purchase for me and it did not disappoint whatsoever so that's a bit of a spoiler this is going to be a very very positive review so this set comes in at 2,651 pieces and it retails at around £230. Uh, that's about $270 over in the States. Again, I always feel we get kind of the, the raw end of the stick. Raw end of the stick? That's not the saying. <laughs> There's another saying which involves swearing, which I'll not use here. But yeah, us Brits kind of don't get the, um, the, the fair end of pricing. I would say. But anyway, let's not get into that. Let's start off by talking about the build experience for the Lego Pac-Man arcade set. And really, this was such a fun building experience. Perhaps one of the most unique and most varied builds that I've done for a while, because you've not only got the outer unit, and obviously all the things like the joystick and the controls and the little knobs, and even the little kind of um, uh, mock-up of the, the coin slot, which... They did use stickers for, uh, which is kind of a shame, but they also used a little light, so when you press the button, it lit up. You know, simple things, please, simple minds. So you had all of the outer unit, and obviously it's a it's a bright, vibrant colour as well, um, which is always a lot more fun than, you know, building something massive and grey, which, if you're a Star Wars fan, that's what most of your Lego builds actually look like. Um, so you had a lot going on, on the outside, but... There was also what was quite a complex set of inner workings too. And really, the internal stuff is where this set shines because you actually create what functions or looks like and, and replicates a working Pac-Man maze. So there's a little kind of crank on the side of the arcade set. And as you turn that around, you've got this tiny little Pac-Man that's actually working his way through... Uh, an authentically replicated maze, right? And he's being chased by the ghosts, um, but it's not—it's not just kind of like you know, Pac-Man and four ghosts all in the line. Like all the ghosts are in different spots, and they're all kind of finding their own ways around the maze. And it looks really, really cool. It looks very, very impressive, and it's going to make you geek the hell out if you were one of those 80s kids who played Pac-Man at the arcade, or, you know, if, if you're into gaming, and particularly retro gaming of any of any kind, that interactivity, that effect that you get is kind of worth the price alone. It was so, so cool. Um, impressive as hell. And the, the various techniques and mechanisms and, and build methods that go into achieving that end result are really, really impressive, I think, it's the most I've, probably the most I've been impressed at that sort of mechanical side. I don't do the Technic sets. So those of you who have probably done the Technic stuff um, are probably thinking, yeah, this is just 
this is just bread and butter. Um, but, you know, for someone who doesn't do those sets and hasn't tried those sets yet, like, I was really, really impressed. And I love when Lego do this, when they come up with something that is so clever, it makes you, the person who's building it, feel like you're the clever one, right? Like you're, you've just wired up an actual arcade machine from scratch yourself using nothing but basic tools, right? Whenever Lego do that, whenever they make you feel like you've accomplished something extremely clever, when all you've done is followed, you know, the instructions of someone who is actually the clever one, like that's a very special moment. You get that smarty pants moment. Like uh, there's a few sets where you get that, where it's just joyous as a as a Lego fan, as a total geek, and you feel like you've really, really done something clever. Um, and that that game board, so that maze, that makes up a fair amount of the build time, but it's not boring as all, uh, at all because as you're building this game board and you're putting the different elements in place you're also building the anticipation to see this in action right because you know what you know sometimes you'll build parts of a lego set and you you're not sure from the outset what it's actually leading to and then you you realize what it is and you think oh that's cool but with this you know what you're building so you have that excitement that anticipation and loads of little kind of ooh that's really clever moments as things start coming together and you'd think that with all that clever stuff in the game board happening that that would be where lego would stop in terms of the interactivity like that in and of itself is interactive enough but they actually squeeze in you know working knobs a little high score display um, at the top of the arcade unit. And there's a whole detachable model with larger versions of Pac-Man and the ghosts that actually looks really, really great. Um, you know, they've done them at a good substantial, um, a, like attractive looking size. <laughs> attractive maybe is the first time Pac-Man's been called attractive, unless we're talking Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Um, but yeah, there's a whole detachable model with a mechanism in place where you turn a knob on this model and the ghosts and Pac-Man all flip around 180 so that, you know, in one view, it's the colored ghosts chasing Pac-Man. You flip it, the ghosts all turn that blue color with that worried expression on their face and Pac-Man's chasing them. Now, you know, what happens in the game when Pac-Man eats a power pellet? And so, again, we're talking about so many different mechanisms and interactive elements in a set where they probably could have got away with just doing the game board because that that's enough but you can tell whoever built this whoever designed it at lego was a massive retro gaming fan and just wanted to just pack in as many fun interactive additions as possible now that detachable model it's a very cool addition, but I'm not sure the set actually needed it. Like, they probably could have sold it separately, like as a little, you know, $30, $40 set, or had it as a gift with purchase. Um, and there was kind of that feeling during the build when, when you're working on that, that it was a bit of a distraction, right? Because you're like, I, I, the, the main event, I want to work on the main event. I want to build, I want to build my Pac-Man arcade. So kind of having that, that model as a separate piece of the build, 
Um, it does kind of feel like it's holding you back from the thing you really want to do, and it's not it's not an essential piece of the build. It's just something cool they thought they'd throw in there that um, doesn't need to be in there. That sounds like I'm really kind of you know looking a gift horse in the mouth, but yeah, um, it's certainly worth worth noting. So overall, I really really enjoyed this build. Now it's not a five out of five because there were some parts that got a little boring mostly with building the outer walls of the arcade unit because there's only so much you can do to make building straight walls feel exciting, right? But this gets a very strong four and a half out of five for the build experience. And the quality of the build experience is reflected in the end result. Now, as a display piece, this is fantastic. It looks unique, vibrant colors. They got the size and the scale of it perfect too. So because they went for that tabletop arcade style rather than a full cabinet arcade, um, that was a very smart decision because it means that everything's very satisfying in terms of its its size, right? Um and so it makes for a really great feature set for any Lego enthusiast, but also any gaming enthusiast who maybe just dabbles in the odd piece of Lego. This is going to be a great, great addition to their collection. And of course, the interactive elements really take it to another level too. You know when someone sees a set, so when you have a guest or friend around um, who doesn't judge you for your Lego <laughs> obsession and they see something you built and they're like, oh wow, yeah, that, that's really cool, right? And they want to look at it and pot and proke. And then you get that kind of like that mega nerd giddiness where you, you get to say, oh yeah, it's really cool, but wait until you see this check this thing out right and you get to show off you know the the little hidden section or the cool little feature that maybe isn't obvious um that's not just me right <laughs> please say it's not just me but <laughs> those moments those kind of like nerdy giddiness um this set is perfect for that because there's so many little things like oh yeah it's really really cool watch this and then you turn the crank watch this and then you fiddle with the knobs watch this and then you flip the interact the the detachable model thing to turn Pac-Man and them around. Um and they even, you know, they they yeah, they include a little Easter egg of a minifig playing Pac-Man at an arcade too. So that's kind of if we take the back panel off the arcade, um, you've got that cool little scene um with the minifig hidden in there as an Easter egg as well. So obviously the game board is crazy impressive when we're talking about showing off your set. Um, I, I'd, I'd put it up there with the TV in the NES set. Again, for any of you who have that or who've seen that, uh, the, the Nintendo, the NES Lego set comes with a TV that again has a little turnable crank on the side and that crank kind of, it, 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 it revolves what is a a good reproduction of one of the super mario brothers levels and it's kind of you you have to see it if you've not seen it um look up a video or go on the lego site it's kind of built in a way that you've got a little mario in the middle of the screen and he's kind of climbing up the different blocks and dodging the different articles and jumping when he needs to jump like it's so smart it's so so clever the game board for the pac-man arcade um you might argue it doesn't hit the heights of that TV, but it's in the right kind of vicinity in terms of something that's just really cool. They put a lot of thought into it. They probably didn't need to do it like just 
as a display piece, just the arcade unit would have satisfied people, but it really shows their love of, of the concept that they've they've made an interactive. So yeah, it's one of those things that feels like it's too cool to be achievable with just Lego. And again, I'm sure the Technics fans out there are, um, are like, please. But hey, leave me alone. I'm going to get into Technics at some point. Um, so yeah, again, now I think about it, I mentioned that Easter egg of the minifig playing Pac-Man. So the little scene that's in there. Now I think about it, they've added Easter eggs to every gaming unit Lego set that I've seen from them. So the Nintendo set that I've talked about, that has a little hidden recreation of the second level of the first world in Super Mario Brothers. So there's a kind of a, a little detachable panel on the side of the NES unit. You pull that away and it's just a really small scale um, tribute, Easter egg to that level. And that's hidden away. Uh, in the Atari uh, model, which uh, have I talked? I've got a feeling I have. Yes, episode two, I talked about the uh, Atari uh, games console Lego set. Again, they've got a little Easter egg hidden in there when you open uh, the unit, you pull the, the front of the unit. It flips up this bedroom scene of a kid, again, 80s kid sitting on the floor playing his Atari. So uh, it, it's kind of this running theme. I don't know if that's deliberate where they've kind of said, you know, anytime we do this kind of gaming set, we want to have this kind of Easter egg. Or maybe it's just because they know the people who are drawn to these sets will just go nuts for these little um, hidden scenes. Uh, so yeah, I hope they keep it up if they do more gaming sets, but I'm not sure I'm not sure if they can do many more gaming sets. I'm not sure if there are any that are iconic enough for them to make more. Maybe N64 possibly, but that's more about the controller. I think the controller is a bit more iconic. And they might do a Game Boy. Um, that would be quite cool, actually. Probably an easy one for them to do. Do a little Game Boy. They could probably do something interactive with uh, the Tetris blocks, first thing that comes to mind, and have a little Easter egg in there. Who knows? We'll see. But all of this is to say the end result is extremely good, and it instantly became one of my favorite display pieces. So this gets a 5 out of 5 end result from me. So let's talk dollars, cents, pounds, and pennies. Value for money. Again, this comes in at $270 for 2,651 pieces. So it's just a tiny fraction over the 10 cents per piece measuring stick when it comes to determining the value of your Lego set. But I think the fact that there weren't a whole bunch of one square pieces or dots in there needs to be considered. Some sets where the piece count uh, sounds like it's real good value, but then there's a whole bunch of tiny pieces, one square pieces, um, the little one square tiles that sometimes feel they were just added in there just to up the brick count to make it seem like better value. Um, so this isn't one of those sets. So um, it's it's right on the on the button, I think, for just being just being on the line as to whether this is is appropriately priced. Uh, I would argue, however, that the detachable model of Pac-Man and the Ghosts really wasn't essential to this build. It's, it still feels like a little bit of an odd addition. I don't know if it's just because they felt... So the way that the way that they have it in the product shots is they have this model sitting on top of the arcade. Um, and it does sit there and it fits and stuff and it looks cool and that's why I have mine. So I don't know if it's just they felt like 
just the arcade unit was lacking something visually um and the top being flat and and kind of nothing going on they maybe thought they needed something to to up the the wow factor um but yeah it's it's it doesn't i don't know it 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 just seems a little superfluous for me it is a cool addition but the arcade on its own already delivers enough cool right i just don't feel like the model adds enough for it to be as big a part of the build because you know you spend uh, probably looking at three or four bags on that um so it's not it's not just a tiny little addition might even be more and if i remember rightly from when i build it i think it's the first thing you build so it kind of delays getting stuck into the the arcade um but obviously what it does add is the piece count which in turn ups the price so maybe I, I just have it stuck in my crawl that it might have been a better value, better idea to leave this edition out, sell it separately, have it as a gift with purchase, something like that, and maybe get the price close at that $200 mark to make it more affordable, more accessible for more people. Um, still, though, the fun that you have building this, the quality of the set overall are what is important. And my point about the detachable model, probably just my own nitpicking, I'm not sure people will agree with me on it. I just think, I just think for something that feels so optional, um, that has contributed to the price being at a place where um, a lot of people might have been priced out from getting this or might have thought twice about it. So I don't know. I'm going to give it four out of five for value for money. I don't think I can punish it too much um, just on my own hot take about what is still a quite a cool part of the set. Um but yeah, the end result, the quality of the build, the fun of the build, the feelings you get as you're building it, all those little, um, you know, intangible moments where you feel really smart and you like you realize what's coming together, um, that all make it worth the investment. So I did tell you this was going to be a very positive review. Uh, my excitement from the initial announcement all the way through the build and then it's seeing the finished result. It didn't waver once. I was not disappointed. In fact, it exceeded my expectations. It's a true, true geeky gem and that's why it scored so highly. Four, four and a half out of five for build, five out of five for result and four out of five for value for money and if you want to take a closer look at the lego pac-man arcade check out at brick magnate on tiktok and on instagram that's at brick magnate m-a-g-n-a-t-e there you'll find videos of all the sets discussed on this podcast and more behind the scenes of what i'm working from and of course if you're listening on your phone you're listening in a podcast app make sure you hit that subscribe button to ensure you do not miss a single episode of the show and i'm going to be back again next week talking about the lego gringotts set which is the latest harry potter set recently released um with an interesting one again i've kind of maybe got a divisive take on this one uh so yeah make sure you stay tuned make sure you subscribe to the show to check that episode out have a good week of bricking i'll be back again next week with more brick-based buffoonery here on the brick magnate podcast see you then <laughs>